Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. I'm Kat, I'm your host, and today's episode is going to be about romanticization and self-sabotage. But before we get into it, uh, of course, if you don't know, I offer one-to-one calls. If you want to talk about these concepts in more detail with me, I'm not a therapist. I'm just very passionate about these things. And everything I talk about is from my own experience. So if uh, these topics resonate with you and you want to explore them in more depth with me, feel free to book either a 60-minute call, 30-minute call. I also have email guidance. Um, and I also have a Substack where I write about these topics. So if you just want to read what I write, you can go ahead and uh, subscribe over there. All the links are going to be in the show notes below. But let's get into this topic. Romanticization. The reason you're probably self-sabotaging and you're not reaching your goal is because you're romanticizing your goal. And that is a big thing that I've had to deal with a lot because, look, I think it's normal to romanticize the goal you have, right? There's something that you want to get, uh, a kind of life you want to achieve, something, and it's so magical in your brain, right? Maybe it's a person too, whatever that is. The idea of it is so magical, it makes you feel so good, it maybe helps you daydream and deal with your current reality because life kind of sucks sometimes and, you know, you you want to escape it at times. So thinking about it, daydreaming about it, romanticizing it feels really good and you're like, wow, when I get that thing, if I get that thing, my life would just be so much better, things would be so much easier, like I would just be so happy, like that's the thing, I want that thing. Okay, that in itself is what might be leading you to self-sabotage to not be able to actually get to that thing. Because ultimately, everything in life has a flip side to it, right? Everything has, everything that you think is amazing and great also has bad things associated to it. There's always a sacrifice, no matter what that thing is. And if you only think about the good things about it, the positives, you're going to ignore the negatives. And so when you start attempting to get to that goal, the negatives are going to come up like roadblocks because, of course, they exist. And you're going to see them and you're going to be like, wow, this actually isn't what I want because what I want is magical and perfect and doesn't have these hard difficulties associated with it. So this must not be what I want or it's just not time or I'm just not good enough yet or whatever other narratives come up when you face these roadblocks. The thing is, you have to look at the roadblocks and you have to accept them as part of the process. You have to remove the romanticization away from the end goal, right? And that's the hardest part because... Why would you want something that isn't romanticized in your mind, right? That's the point of wanting something because it's so amazing and beautiful and shiny and sparkly and all that stuff. But if you don't see the reality of it, you're going to hit these roadblocks and you're going to self-sabotage. And all you're going to do is then validate the belief that, yeah, I don't deserve it. I'm not good enough for it. I'm not capable of it simply because you are just sabotaging yourself. And I think the sabotaging comes from, or it stems from, the romanticization. Now, this doesn't happen in every scenario of self-sabotage, right? This is just specifically if this relates and resonates with you. Like, the idea of being a romanticizer in any kind of way, whether that's with relationships, with career stuff, whatever. You have to remove the romanticization. You have to see it for the messiness that it actually is, because it is messy. There is a sacrifice to everything. There is discomfort and you have to make discomfort the point of the process. The point should not be the amazing romantic end goal. That should not be the point. And I know it's like, again, why would I aim for something if that's not the point of it? The good stuff will come along, right? Because there's balance in the universe, right? Everything that has good also has the bad side. Everything that's bad also has a good side. It's just like life. So... If you aim for the bad, and not in a way that causes like self-harm or, you know, threatens your safety, right? I just mean aiming for the discomfort that comes along with stretching yourself and 
going after things that might be outside of your your knowledge or your experience or whatever, if you aim for the bad, inevitably you will also experience good. I love using the example of working out because in order to gain muscle or endurance, you have to experience the discomfort of working out. Working out is not fun all the time, right? It can be, but like initially getting started and doing those things, like running can be really painful, weightlifting is painful, all that stuff. But it's after that, or it's alongside that discomfort that the muscle grows, the endurance grows, and you get to experience things like a runner's high, which is amazing. It, that only comes after the pain. It only comes with the pain. You can't, you can't uh, separate the two. You need them there in order to get what you're trying to get. I love using working out as an example, but it can apply to anything. I just use it because it's a more tangible example, right? But you can't have one without the other. You can't get to this place where you feel really strong or you have great endurance or you can walk up a flight of stairs without like losing your breath, whatever, whatever it is you're aiming for, right? You can't do that without facing the discomfort of actually having to put yourself through the process of working out, right? You have to make the discomfort the part that you actually enjoy at a certain point, right? The pain becomes pleasurable. And that's that's how you lessen the romanticization associated with this end goal that you're aiming for. Because if you don't, you'll never get to this end goal because it will always feel too perfect and too good for you. And I think that's the reason why many of us create this romanticization, right? Of, of goals and of people sometimes. If you put these things on a pedestal, a person or an achievement, you will always feel like it's too good for you. You have to bring yourself up to that level or bring it down to your level, whatever, whatever, however you want to see it, right? You have to level yourself out with that thing. Because if it's higher than you, if it's romanticized, you'll never feel good enough for it because you're, you're basically conditioning yourself to believe that you can't get it because it's too high, right? So you have to bring it down to your level. You have to bring yourself up to its level. And how do you do that? You recognize the flawedness of it, the messiness of it. The same messiness you have in yourself that you feel like makes you not good enough for it is exactly what's also in that thing, in that process or in that person. It's there. It exists there. If, ex if it exists in you, it exists in other people and other things. Because again, that's the balance of life and the balance of, universe, of the universe. So you have to look at the dark stuff. You have to look at the bad stuff and you have to make that the point. You have to make yourself question, okay, if I know all these bad things are associated with the thing that I want to get, right? All these negative things, all these dis uncomfortable things, all that stuff. Would I still want this end goal, right? Because if you wouldn't, if you can look at all that uh, messy stuff, that uncomfortable stuff and say, you know what? It's not worth the end goal for me. Uh, why would I put myself through that just for this specific end goal? If that's the case, that means you don't actually want that thing. You might just want it because you think you should want it or because it only seems desirable when the sacrifices aren't associated with it. Like that's a very indicative sign that you are not aligned. You're not on the right path. But if you can look at all of the uncomfortable things associated with this end goal that you want and you can see it and you can see the messiness and you can feel how, how uncomfortable it's going to be to do it and it's going to push you and you're going to experience pain and suffering and you know because that's part of life at times right if you can look at all that stuff and accept it and say you know what yeah I, I will still do that because I really want that end goal like that end goal would make it worthwhile to do it doesn't mean you you have to be ready to do that yet that's a different thing in and of itself right like that's a different step to this entire process of achieving goals right but I, I'm just saying, like, if you can look at that end goal and say, you know what? Yes, I like it that much that I would be willing 
to sacrifice these things, then that's a good sign that that's actually what you want. That's actually aligned with you, right? Because you're willing to make the sacrifices. Whether you feel ready to yet or not, that's a different story, but you're willing. You're like, you know, well, yeah, this end goal is worth it. That's a good sign. And that will help you avoid self-sabotage because you won't feel like you're doing something wrong when you hit these roadblocks. If you feel like you're doing something wrong, if you feel like, oh, th this isn't perfect, like I thought it would be, so I must be flawed. I must be doing something wrong. I must not be good enough for it. So I'm going to just not do it. I'm going to abandon it, right? Which is self-sabotage. You won't get to that end goal either way, right? But if you make the discomfort the point, if you make the roadblocks the point, if you see them as part of the process, not an issue or a problem, like something that is shouldn't be there because they should be there. If you can see it that way, then when you hit those roadblocks, you're going to be like, yeah, no, I'm doing it right. Like this is actually part of the process. You, you will... Tell yourself that like it, it would be weird to not have roadblocks on this process. That would be the concerning part. But the fact that they're there is a good sign that you're actually on the right track. So you'll be less likely to self-sabotage because there's nothing that you feel unworthy of. Like, yeah, I'm getting the discomfort that I thought would be here or I knew would be here. And here it is. So I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing. It's not all rainbows and sunshine all the time. And that's a good thing. You don't want that <laughs> because if it was all rainbows and sunshine, then what are you really striving for? Right. And again, that's not to say that things just can't be pleasurable and pleasurable for pleasure's sake. Of course they can. Um, but when you are aiming for anything, like anything in life has sacrifices to it. Some of them don't feel like sacrifices because to you, the end goal is worth it. But to somebody else, it might be a really big sacrifice, right? It's all about perception and the way we see things because we all see things differently. But when it comes to self-sabotage, if you aren't expecting or prepared for the sacrifices, then you're going to feel like you're not doing it right and you're going to end up not doing the things you need to do. And sometimes you just need to do what you need to do and not expect it to be great and amazing and wonderful all the time. It's just about getting it done and expecting the discomfort and sitting in it and letting yourself realize that you're actually more capable of it uh, than you thought you were. And that'll eventually get you to that end goal. And when you do get to that end goal, it won't feel like this romanticized image you had at the beginning, which is a good thing. It can be kind of a sad thing because you're like, oh, wow, this is just normal. Like this is just a human thing. Uh, but that's the point. It's supposed to be normal because it's supposed to be now part of your daily life. It's just who you are now. So of course it's going to feel normal. That's a good thing. If something that you attain does not feel normal for you, it doesn't feel like part of your just normal existence, then there's a sign there that either you went after something that's not aligned with you or you somehow bypassed all the difficulties and the sacrifices and you've attained something that you just is out of your out of your league in a sense. Not Not in the way of like, people being out of your league and not good enough for you. What I mean, or you're not good enough for them. What I mean is you haven't put in the work that has made you prepared to handle this thing, right? And when you're in the waiting process of something, when you are doing the work, you're not seeing any results, you're on the plateau, what's actually happening during that time is that you're building the skills and the muscles to be able to handle this thing so that when you get it, it feels normal, it feels part of your normal life because you've built everything you need to build internally to handle it. But sometimes when things come too quickly and we're not prepared for it and we have ha haven't had the opportunity to build that muscle and, and emotional growth, it doesn't feel normal. So sometimes what will happen is either you sabotage and get back to a level where you can start building that muscle and those emotional, you know, emotional muscles again, or it gets taken from you because you just can't handle it. And either way, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You want to be prepared and want, you want it to feel normal when you get to it. So sometimes when we uh, achieve something and then we fall back down, from grace in a sense, uh, we get down to a lower level, 
We think that's a bad thing. We think we're falling back down to square one. You're not at square one. You're at the, the place that you need to be at, the place that your your emotional muscles are are have exceeded, right? Like you're at the place where you've you've hit that wall, that plateau, and now is the time that you have to actually continue working on that. This is this isn't like base camp one again, right? You are falling to a place where you have gotten your skills met and then you have to hone them a bit more, right? I hope that makes sense because I think it can be really discouraging when we get close to something and then we fall back down, kind of like a game of snakes and ladders. <laughs> but what's happening is that you are not, you are at a point where you're not able to handle it quite yet. You still have to learn a few more things. So it's not a failure, it's a realignment in a sense. And that's a good thing. So again, with, that's something that's uncomfortable it, and it's part of the process. The discomfort is part of the process and it's it should be the point of it because what you want should not be romanticized. It should not be amazing all the time. Uh, there are amazing qualities to it and you can revel in that. Of course, once you reach it, you can really congratulate yourself. You should congratulate yourself for when you, when you reach this end goal and you get what you wanted and you worked really hard for it. That's great. But it's not going to be all rainbows and sunshines all the time. And that's a good thing. You don't want it to be. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it was insightful. I hope it helps you with your own self-sabotaging issues. And I'll be back again soon with another episode.